0: Hello and welcome to the Humanity Leadership Podcast. My name is David Wheatley and we're here to talk all things leadership. And as the music of Finkel fades away... Uh, my guest this week isn't one, so um, sometimes you record one and it doesn't get approval for one reason or another, so I have a backlog of things I should be able to talk about that might be useful to people. So it may not be quite as long, but I think you'll find it, it interesting because I've had a few requests uh, based on some of the things I've said in previous ones, and I appreciate the feedback, that uh, I mentioned a few books, and in one case I mentioned five books, but then only said one. And so I thought uh, this is an opportunity for us to uh, have a quick look at what your summer reading list might look like if you're trying to catch up on what it means to be a successful leader. And so I've got uh, my David Letterman-esque top 10 books, uh, not in any order at all, uh, and then maybe add a couple of extra resources on top of that as well. So uh, one that's already been mentioned in a previous episode, and it's probably the first one I encourage anybody who wants to go into leadership to read, is Good to Great by Jim Collins. And it's about 20 years old now, and some of the companies no longer exist. And he did write a follow-up book about why they no longer exist and how the principles in Good to Great are still good. Uh, but that's, this is one of those books that just is full of nuggets of value from the idea of you getting people on the bus, and then you'll find the right seat if you've got the right people, to level five leadership, which is very servant oriented, to the hedgehog principle, which uh, is sometimes known as ikigai, the Japanese principle of finding out what your true purpose is, and uh, and all the way through to uh, how to sustain and um, and make sure that you're promoting in inside and things like that in an organisation. So. Good to Grade is my uh, my first recommendation today that I would encourage you to read. Uh, and if you're a Jim Collins fan, apart from reading the Why the Mighty Fail, which is about why some of the companies in the original research no longer exist, uh, and it validates the original research, another option is a book, Great by Choice, which uh, I think he co-wrote with uh, Morton Hansen, And um, it's got some great things about the disciplines that uh, are part of the choices that we make that allow us to be successful. But my first book, Jim Collins, Good to Great. My second book is from an organization called the Arbinger Institute, and this is called Leadership and Self-Deception. I always thought it was a strange title for a book because leadership and self-deception is not really the most inviting thing. Oh, I think you should read Leadership and Self-Deception. Why, do you think I'm in self-deception? maybe but it's not really the most inviting. It's one of those interesting books and it's a fable. So it's a story uh, about a guy in a manufacturing uh, environment. And and the principle is all about getting out of the box. So getting out of your own head in some ways and being a a better leader in, in doing that. It has a sister book called the anatomy of peace, which sometimes I prefer depending on who it is I'm suggesting it to. If you're looking for that business, A slightly more manufacturing, leaning version, leadership and self-deception is the one. If it's more about your personal growth, then maybe the anatomy of peace. But that's my second book, is leadership and self-deception. Number three, I'm going to take a little bit of a tangent again. And number three is called Three Deep Breaths by a guy called Thomas Crum. And Thomas Crum is a leadership consultant and a keto expert and skier. I don't know how the three combine, but he seems to make it work. And he takes the principles of Aikido and applies them to leadership in this great book called Three Deep Deep Breaths, which is another fable. Uh, It's very short, easy to read, kind of one sitting book that really helps you with some very clear uh, practical tools to get centered again and to uh, make sure that you're coming from the right place. It's really about building emotional intelligence. But uh, he's got a couple of other books that are, are worth looking at, but the one I'd recommend... Initially is three deep breaths by Thomas Crum, so that's number three. Number four is a a name that you're probably familiar with, and it's Simon Sinek, Um, but it's not the book that you're probably thinking about. So you're probably thinking, well, he's going to mention uh, start with why, and I could say start with why, but uh, my favourite of his books is actually Leaders Eat Last. And I I like Leaders Eat Last because it gets more practical. Again, it's aligned to the whole idea of servant leadership. And uh, and I think it was just a, a good read about what it takes to be a leader in, in most environments today. So that's book number four, Leaders Eat Last. Book number five is Turn Your Ship Around, or Turn The Ship Around by uh, a guy called David Marquette. And um, this is a, one of those stories about somebody who's been there, done it. And in this case, it's about the captain of a U.S. submarine. And it really gets at the principles of uh, just because you're in charge doesn't mean you have to give all the orders and give all the direction. That quite often, all you need to do as a leader is listen, summarize your understanding and ask the right question and people will come to their own decisions. There's a great uh, about 11, 12 minute whiteboard video. If you Google David Marquette and the submarine that you can see a synthesis of the book but the book's certainly worth reading. There's some great stories in there that really bring to light what it means to change the culture of an operation in a very controlled environment like a submarine. Uh, If you're into those kind of books that really take people's practical uh, military history and turn it into something reasonable, then the other naval one I'd recommend is It's Your Ship by Michael Ebershoff. Uh, Again, it's about turning around the culture of uh, what was the worst ship in the Navy and making it the best ship in the Navy. But if you're just looking for one, my, what are we up to now? My fifth book would be Turn the Ship Around by David Marquette. (coughs) Excuse me. So number six is a book we've mentioned before with one of my previous guests. And it's Judy Brown's A Leader's Guide to Reflective Practice. This is the book with poetry in it. So if you're not quite sure what I mean, go back a few episodes, listen to the episode with Judy Brown about leadership and poetry, and you see lots of connections to why I think that's, uh, that's my favorite of her books. She's got a couple more, The Art and Spirit of Leadership. There's a few more that she likes and recommends. But again, if I was just to pick one, I would have, that's the one I have on my shelf of hers that I, I rifle through from time to time. So number six is The Leader's Guide to Reflective Practice by Judy Brown. Number seven gets to another very common name in uh, leadership. That's Patrick Lencioni. And uh, you know, the, he has great books on meetings and leadership and being the CEO and teams. And The Five Dysfunctions of Team might be the book you think I'm suggesting. But I'm one of those folks that wants to get down into give me the shortest amount of reading for the maximum bang. And so the book that I would go with, with Patrick Lencioni is actually The Advantage, which calls bits from many of his books and puts them into one spot. Uh, Obviously, The Five Dysfunctions of Teams, great book, very aligned with uh, everything that we talk about at Humanity. uh, But The Advantage, excuse me, would be the book that I would pick if I were to pick a Patrick Lencioni one to recommend. That's number seven. Number eight you're saying, hey, these are all servant leadership based, but don't leaders drive change, David? And, uh, absolutely. So if you're looking for a book on change, where would you go but to John Cotter? Well, I'll tell you where to go. And it's not quite John Cotter. It's sort of John Cotter. So John Cotter is the Harvard professor that wrote a lot of the, the major leadership books on change. And uh, is really the guru of change. But the book I like of his is actually by Dan Cohen with John Cotter. And it's called The Heart of Change Field Guide. The reason I like that is because, and maybe there's a theme here, I'm one of those people that likes something practical. I want to get something out of this that I can straight away use. I don't have to read it three times before I understand it. I want to see practical tools that come alive that I can apply today. So the advantage of the field guide is that's what it does. It takes the original book and then inserts practical tools that people can use. So that's book number eight is the Heart of Change Field Guide by Dan Cohen and John Connor. Number nine is What Got You Here Won't Get You There by Marshall Goldsmith. Again, another simple book with practical pieces in it. And the practical piece in here, it looks at 20 traits that might make you successful early in your career that have the potential to derail you later in your career. And so if you're in that transition from being a frontline supervisor into that mid-manager, you're starting to get promoted, this is one that's well worth a look at because there's 20 traits are clarified you'll recognize one or two of them in yourself and then it looks at how to overcome those 20 traits so that's book number nine is what got you here won't get you there by marshall goldsmith book number 10 i'm going to cheat a little bit here book number 10 came out end of april 2020 and is our latest book which is what great teams do great and it has to be uh, on here somewhere otherwise you know what would I be doing? But what great teams do great is a great resource for uh, helping teams be high performance and helping leaders of teams look at what they need to be doing in order to build high performance amongst their team. Some simple steps, some simple tools that are very practical. Again, it's another short read, but it's one that uh, I'm, I listened to people who read it. It's one that you might not read in one sitting. It's one that you'll take a couple of chapters and you'll think about it. You'll maybe have a chat with some folks and then you'll take a couple more chapters and you'll have another chat and think about it some more. Uh, If you're interested in doing that, by the way, in August, this is 2020, we'll be running a virtual book club on what great teams do great. And you can sign up for that. Check out Humanity on any of your social media and you'll see some links to that. But my number 10 book is, uh, rather selfishly, um what great teams do great that's by obviously uh myself and john barrett and christy barrett bonus books here i'd throw out uh number 11 uh is our other book 50 do's for everyday leadership which is written by john myself and lynn townsend uh, about 10 12 years ago now and is a blueprint for frontline leadership success so this is probably the worst leadership read on the list but it's likely one of the best references you'll find for leadership so read the first 14 pages and it tells you how to dip in and out of the rest because it's a blueprint of 50 do's with their corresponding don'ts that we found are a model for successful leadership and uh, 50 sounds like a lot and indeed it is i remember a number of years ago doing a presentation a keynote on the book And I was the second of two keynotes and the first one was presenting on seven somethings. It wasn't the seven habits, but it was seven somethings. And he opened his keynote by saying, some people will give you 50, but that's way too many. I'm going to give you seven. And he'd obviously seen the agenda and knew I was coming next. So I had best part of an hour to work out what I was going to say at the start of my presentation on 50 do's. And, uh, I was quick enough that day, I must have been on something, but uh, quick enough to start my presentation by saying, some people will give you seven, but that's way too many. I want you to focus on one. Because the idea of the 50 is you're doing most of the 50 right. The one that you want to focus on is the one that's most likely to trip you up. So look at the blueprint of 50, scan down it, see which one you really need to be working on, focus on that. And when you get into the book, it'll have some great tips and tools for focusing on it. And then when you think you've got that one mastered, go back to the list, see what's the next one you need to work on. And many of my clients have one that they're working on constantly as they keep reviewing it and keep trying to improve their performance. So that's bonus book number one. That's my 11th book today. Uh, Bonus book number two, my 12th book, is actually from another of my guests. And, And this is one of those... A simple dip in and out just for a phrase of inspiration. It's Quotes and Quips for the Military Leader by Bronston Clow. So it's a strange book to be putting out there for everybody. I told him in in a recent podcast, you could take Military Leader off of there, just put leader, because it's just got some great one-liner insights from the greats and the goods in the world that are just those inspirational things that get you back up and thinking about what it means to be a leader and what you really want to be, what you aspire to. So that's one of those that I leave around on my desk, and I can just open it up randomly, and there's usually something there that just says, yeah, I want to be more like that. So that's my 12 books there. we got Good to Great, Leadership and Self-Deception, Three Deep Breaths, Leaders Eat Last, Turn Your Ship Around, Leader's Guide to Reflective Practice, The Advantage, The Heart of Change Field Guide, What Got You Here Won't Get You There, What Great Teams Do Great, and then The 50 Do's and Quotes and Quips for the Military Leader at the end. Just as another quick bonus, because you're obviously listening to a podcast, or at least you're watching the video version of somebody listening to a podcast. There's a couple of podcasts that I find uh, I routinely uh, loop into on on my podcast list. One of them is the HBR Idea Cast, which is about 20, 30 minutes long and is usually a great leader idea. And uh, there's some sound ones there that are well worth looking into. The second one that I'd recommend is How I Built This, which uh, uh, is an NPR-based one um there's again great stories with leaders about how they got to where they are and how they built the organization one of my favorites is actually with the ceo of patagonia so but he's uh one of my favorite companies anyway so and then if you want insight into me and who i am and you just want something that breaks away from anything to do with leadership one of my other favorite podcasts is uh, from the uk and it's called the horn section podcast and it's a musical comedy group that would just be completely different to anything else i've suggested so I hope that gives you a good list of resources for the summer. You've probably read a couple of them. So if there's something that, uh, that took your interest, then uh, then dive in and see. I'm encouraging people to order these at your local bookstore. Uh, if they're open or if they're closed, you can probably call them up and get them. But, uh, but do that first before you go straight on Amazon and find one just to try and support our local stores in downtown. Uh, <clears throat> if you want the list, uh, you want some more details, then uh, uh, if you go on to Amazon, uh, I have an author page and in the author page, you'll see a link to the uh, the list of books that I recommend uh, for leaders. That's a little bit more expanded than the, the 12 that we've talked about today, but you'll get everything there and quick links to them as well. Thank you. Thanks for listening. This is the Humanity Leadership Podcast. I'm David Wheatley. Thanks to Brian Spencer and Finkel for our opening music. Please share any feedback and suggestions, who you'd like to hear from, what else you'd like to hear. I can be contacted at Humanity. Like and subscribe. Give us a review on Amazon if you would care to, and we'll see you next time. Stay healthy. Thank you.